Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Grow in Knowledge podcast. I am Misty Umholtz, and my goal is 2 Peter 3.18, to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ, because whatever we apply ourselves to in life is what we will become better and stronger in. This is true for anything in life, and it certainly applies to the Bible, our faith, and spiritual matters. May you be blessed and challenged as you listen. Hello, everyone. I would like to start off with a short message explaining the heart and purpose behind these next podcasts. It seems a lot of Christians in the church today could use a shot of hope restored inside of us, a breath of fresh air, a renewal and revival in our own spiritual hearts to soften us, to remind us of God's great love towards us and wash away a lot of the harshness disappointment, and loss experienced in this life and world over the past few years. We need to be reminded of our first love, to light the fire inside of us again, to see it burn brightly, to spur each other on to good deeds, and to make a difference in other people's lives for the kingdom of God. I am inviting my fellow Christians to take a journey with me, to seek and to find, to knock and have the door open, to ask and to receive all that God is and all that he has for us. Like Jesus said in Matthew six thirty three, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. The Hebrew word for seek means to worship, to inquire, to desire. So whatever we seek, worship, inquire, and desire is what will become magnified in our lives. If we seek God, he becomes magnified. If we seek anything else, that will become bigger. As many divisions that we have in the church at large today, I think we can all agree on one thing. Our world and our church are in desperate need of God. Plain and simple, Not religion, not traditions, not denominations, not rules, not debates, not opinions, not theologians, not celebrities, just him. But really, it's us Christians that are in need of God now more than ever. We need him in our homes, our marriages, our children's lives, our jobs, our hearts, our hard and broken and disappointed and confusing places, because we can only give to others what we already have. If we, as children of God, are in need of hope and light and love, how are we going to give those things away to this world? We are seeking answers everywhere in counselors, doctors, nutritionists, educators, therapists, psychologists, experts, analysts, you name it, we have tried it. We know more now than we have ever known in history about every aspect of life imaginable. But is all of this knowledge working for us? Are we better off in our bodies, souls, and spirits? Hosea 4, 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. This is not talking about worldly knowledge. This is talking about the knowledge of God, which is only found in the truth of his word. 
In the Greek definition of knowledge is the word science. There is a science to God that we can know, which is fascinating. God not only created science, but real true science and knowledge actually prove and support the existence of God. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Then in Proverbs 2.1, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. This passage just told us God's word is to where we find knowledge, and he calls it a treasure to seek. We see this again in Psalms 119-162. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. Then Jesus said in Matthew thirteen forty four, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Here's the thing about treasures. They're not laying around on top of the ground, easily picked up and attainable. But you have to get dirty and dig to seek and find the jewels, the gems, the diamonds, the valuables, but they are well worth the dirty work. The only way we are gonna find the treasure of the knowledge of God is seeking out what the scriptures say and mean according to the original languages they were written in. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew and the New Testament in Greek. The Bible is the best commentary on itself. So we will be comparing a ton of scriptures and definitions to some of the key words in the original languages. In John 8, 31, Jesus said, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. The word disciple comes from a root Greek word meaning to learn, to understand. The word abide means to live or dwell. We are not going to learn and understand and abide and dwell in God's word from seeking it within ourselves that is basing truth solely on our past or our feelings. We will not find the knowledge of God from what the experts in this world are saying and teaching. I wonder if most of us Christians think of faith more like magic and Jesus more like Santa Claus. According to the Bible, that is not how the spiritual realm works. Whatever we want to grow better and stronger in life at, we're going to have to apply ourselves. It will take time, effort, energy, and attention. And most of us are too busy to put much time into our faith and seek out the knowledge of God. And then we might start forming our own ideas, theologies, and doctrines based on our own experiences and thoughts and opinions instead of on the truth of God's word. Isn't it time that we find our way back 
to the simplicity of God's word and find out if we really believe what the Bible says is true or we just say we do. We need to stop adding God into our lives like he is a supplement and we need to live with him as our source, our source for everything we can possibly need or want in this life. Smith Wigglesworth walked in divine healing and miracles and he said in 1947, when the word and the spirit come together, there will be the biggest move of the Holy Spirit that the nations and indeed the world has ever seen. My concern is that we as Christians are living like Paul described in 2 Timothy 3.5, having a form of godliness but denying its power which reminds me of what Jesus said in Matthew twenty two twenty nine. Your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. The word power in Greek used in those two Bible verses is dunamis, which means the wonderful miracle working power of God. Perhaps the reason we don't know and experience the wonderful miracle working power of God very often is because we don't know the scriptures very well. I am on a quest to find the knowledge and power of God by seeking and digging into the treasures found in his word. This means we're going to have to settle some things first in our own hearts. We need to go back to the basics of our faith, the foundation and chief cornerstone, which is Jesus Christ, who is the word made flesh. Let us not forget our first love and the joy of our salvation. I am no Bible scholar or theologian. You will find some holes and faults in my podcasts, but my goal is to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. I invite you to take this journey with me to grow in knowledge of what the word of God says about how we can walk in both of his word and his power for our lives today. I will be sharing my healing testimony, and then my friend Shannon Howe will share hers. I eventually want to teach on things like healing, miracles, power, authority, and dominion. But first, I will be sharing on the foundations of our faith, which will mostly be about who God is to us. Shannon is helping me put these lessons into a discipleship workbook so we can teach this in a Bible study group and it will be easier for people to follow along with the scriptures written down in front of them. I use a ton of Bible verses so be prepared in case you need to listen to the same message two or three times or better yet write down your favorite references to be able to go back and meditate and study them for yourselves. I mostly use the NLT and the NKJV versions. All I'm doing is arranging and organizing scripture under subject matters and then looking into some of the Greek and Hebrew meanings of the key words. The Bible says the word of God brings us life and cleanses our hearts. As you listen to me read aloud God's word written to you, let it wash over you and revive your soul. Until next time, may your hearts and spirits be stirred with a thirst and a hunger to seek and find the treasures of the truth and knowledge of God and his word.
May you receive all that God is to you, in you, and then through you. Goodbye for now.